program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, so true, so true. It does not matter who the host is. Anyways, how are you doing on this fantastic Tuesday? Yeah, you know, Tuesday, September the 13th of 2022, day 256 of the year, and only 109 days left to go. So anyways, how has it been over the last 23? Did you do anything exciting? Did you do anything uh, that you want to be braggalicious about? Well, if you want to brag and talk and do all that kind of fun stuff, it's not impossible to do so. All you have to do is go to callinradio.com. Like I always tell people, it is so much easier if you do the messaging thing than anything else uh, because I have this bad habit of going, oh, hold on. I'm not sure what's going on, so should I click them through? So that's um you know that's a terrible thing to say but it's it's the honest it's the honest truth in regards of what's going on. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. You're being infiltrated. Radio big. Oh, yes. Infiltration, radio big, combination of stuff that goes on here, there, and everywhere as we get to hang out and do our thing. That is for sure. Anyways, with that being said, a lot of stuff going on last night, depending on uh, what you were taking a look at. So let's see what we can do. Maybe we should start it off right away with talking about, well, should we talk um, immediately about that trending stuff? Maybe that's what we'll do. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so taking a look around at what was trending yesterday. Well, I guess the dead obvious one right away would be that the Emmys were trending yesterday. A lot of stuff going on in there. We can talk about that in the next little bit. Also, um, hashtag House of the uh, House of the Dragon landed on Twitter's top ten trends on Monday as fans reacted to the latest episode of. The saga of Game of Thrones saga. You know, I don't know. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I mean, I know what it is. Just never watched it. Never really cared for it. But, you know, to each their own. Anyways, hashtag go go home Meghan Markle was trending on Monday. Some of the Twitterverse slammed the hashtag for being racist, while others pointed out that Meghan is mourning a woman she wanted to get far away from and never even visited her own father after he suffered a stroke. And then, of course, football fans reacted to Dan Press or to Dak Prescott's news on Monday. We can talk a little bit more about that if you would like to do so, because um, that's always some stuff going on right there. So I don't know. You know, it's kind of it's kind of one of those weird things that we talk about. Uh, we sit here and we go, "Well, this person didn't do that, and that person didn't do this, and they don't care about their loved ones." I don't know. Um, kind of a kind of a hard thing to talk about because 
I believe strongly in this thing called boundaries. And if someone's a dick to you, yeah, I said that, um, I don't think you should put up with a bunch of their shit, regardless of what stage they're in. But that's just my opinion. You know, I will tell you, I have family members that I have severe boundaries with because they've been dicks. Yeah, that's kind of what it boils down to. Yeah, simple process on how those things work out. I know not a lot of people are going to love that, but what about, yeah, what about what? What about what? That's the things to talk about. Anyways, if you're not familiar with the show, this is a very highly opinionated show. Well, no, did I say that out loud? I guess I did. Uh, No, but really what we do is we cover about um, the information about what is going on inside the world of safety and the news, and then we talk about that, and we kind of put it back and give it back to you. You interact with the show by going to call-in radio. If you want to see the visual side of the house, you can do that as well by going to safetyfm.com and clicking on that section that says visual radio if you want to interact with our apps it's simple to do so all you have to do is have the safety fm app that can be found on the google play store or on the apple store or the excuse me the apple app store or the other thing you can do is download our app for radio big there's a radio big app available in the google play store and in the apple app store or you can just actually stream us because we are being distributed on iHeartRadio. So there you go. You know, that biggest, uh, the, the biggest radio portion out there, or I guess manufacturing, because, but there's, I feel like there's millions of stations on that thing. Millions and millions um, that gives you the opportunity of doing that. We are extremely blessed uh, to be on that platform as well. Anyways, I feel like I've jibber jabbered too much. Anyways, I think what we should do possibly right now is get you into the world of the news for us to figure out what the hell is going on. Because I'm sure that some people are going to want to know what is happening inside of the world of the news. And I think that I can make that happen for you if you'd like. Here is the news on the Raising Our Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. The Justice Department is issuing dozens of subpoenas in an investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election by former President Trump and his allies. Mark Mayfield reports. The New York Times reports that the DOJ issued about 40 subpoenas over the past week seeking information on the actions of Trump and his associates related to the election and January the 6th attack on the Capitol. Trump advisors Boris Epstein and Mike Roman had their phones seized as evidence. Dan Scavino, a top White House aide throughout the Trump administration, was also subpoenaed. The DOJ also says it would accept one of former President Trump's proposed candidates to serve as an outside expert to review classified documents seized from Mar-a-Lago. Prosecutors in a court filing said they did not object to Raymond J. Deary serving as a special master, along with two previously proposed selections. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Ukrainian forces have recaptured large parts of Russian-occupied territory. Forces have liberated about 2,300 square miles of territory to the east and south of the country since the beginning of the month. Zelensky praised Ukraine's advance in the northeast Kharkiv province. NASA is hoping once again to attempt the launch of its mega-moon rocket, this time on September 27th. Over the weekend, the space agency replaced leaky fuel seals on the 
Artemis One space launch system. The fuel leak forced NASA to call off the launch of the 32-story rocket earlier this month. The launch is the first uncrewed test flight of the Artemis program that aims to return astronauts to the moon. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. From Feature Story News in Windsor, I'm Ollie Barrett. Thousands of mourners have been filing past the Queen's coffin in Scotland. Later, it will be flown from Edinburgh to London, accompanied by the Queen's eldest daughter, Princess Anne. Ukraine's President Zelensky says Ukrainian forces have liberated more than 2,300 square miles since the start of the month. And China's confirmed Xi Jinping will travel to Central Asia for his first trip abroad since the early days of the COVID pandemic. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. President Joe Biden takes a victory lap for his recently passed infrastructure bill. Karen Regal reports from Boston. Hello, Boston. Hello, hello, hello. President Joe Biden in an under-construction terminal E surrounded by construction workers in Hazard Yellow celebrated the bipartisan infrastructure bill. We're turning infrastructure weekend from a punchline with my predecessor into an infrastructure decade. Governor Charlie Baker, speaking ahead of the president, celebrated the bill too and the money but couldn't help Keening as a Massachusetts resident. Apparently every single day of our lives. Karen Regal, Boston. U.S. emergency crude oil reserves are down more than 8 million barrels at their lowest since 1984. The Department of Energy released the data, which shows stocks sitting at just over 434 million barrels now. President Biden had announced a plan to release 1 million barrels a day over six months, starting in March, as the U.S. dealt with a steep surge in gas prices. Merriam-Webster is adding new words to its dictionary for the month of September. Brad Siegel has more. They include dumb phone, which is a cell phone that doesn't include advanced software features. There's also the slang term yeet, which either means to express surprise, approval, or excited enthusiasm, or to forcefully throw something without regard for the object. The economic buzzword shrinkflation also made the list. Webster's defines that as the practice of reducing a product's amount or volume per unit while continuing to offer it at the same price. An actor known for his roles in the A-Team and Clint Eastwood films is dead. Jack Ging appeared on series like Tales of Wells Fargo, Mannix, and Riptide. He also appeared in the Eastwood films Hang'em High, Play Misty for Me, and High Plains Drifter. Ging died Friday of natural causes at his California home. He was 90 years old. You're listening to NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. What happened to Philip K. Dick from February to March 1974 would change him forever. For the next eight years, he attempted to explain in writing his experience of the entire universe transformed into information. Enter the letters, dreams, and journal entries of the mind behind Blade Runner and a scanner darkly. Learn the genesis of the Valis trilogy and the stories behind other classic dick novels. 
Houghton Mifflin Harcourt is proud to present The Exegesis of Philip K. Dick, edited by Pamela Jackson and Jonathan Leatham. Experience the ultimate quest into a cosmic mystery like no other. Touch genius. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes, cyber thieves around the world know Our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home, and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, leaving you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to Home Title Lock dot com and register your address to see if you already are a victim and enter the code radio that's r-a-d-i-o that's the code radio for 30 days free of protection that's code radio at home title lock dot com quiz hot 
chat. During a heat wave, what's more important, air conditioning or air guitar? Um, is it air conditioning? Air guitar. The answer is always air guitar. I agree with that. The answer is always air guitar. Anyways, currently 17 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on a Tuesday. You know, it reminds me of a Tuesday song that I have inside of, you know, inside of our system here, but I can't play it because we are doing the video streaming. And anytime you do video streaming and, uh, well, they get onto that portion where they don't want you to do anything that is copyrighted for some reason on video unless you're going to pay high dollar for it and we just don't pay high dollar for video as you have noticed if you decided to hang out on our video side that can be seen on safetyfm.com forward slash visual radio so there you go anyways let's get into the hit list because i think that that's why you're here you want to hear what's going on inside of the world of the news before we get into the rest of the stuff that we have going on well elon musk spacex is not uh, just launching rockets but returning them to earth vertically so that they can be reused competitor jeff Bezos and his blue origin can't get one off the ground yeah take a listen to this a test flight on the of the new shepherd rocket malfunction just a minute after the takeoff no one was on board in the capsule containing sensors and and experiments and uh well jet size uh a safety parachute uh and then it there was a safety parachute that came out and brought the thing back to earth so i don't know you know, I keep on looking at all this stuff that, you know, you're having these options of going into space and, you know, you just kind of go and take a look-see, look-see, $250,000. I still think there's a huge risk. There's a huge risk in doing some of it, but that's just my opinion, of course. I could be absolutely wrong. Anyways, uh, Ukraine forces have uh, made gains to liberate 20-plus towns and villages in the last 24 hours. The counteroffensive comes as Moscow pulls uh, some of their troops well behind the front lines as resources and manpower continues to dwindle. So there you go. Some stuff to talk about inside of there as we are hanging around and doing some of that stuff. Also, in some other news, a Virginia man won $600 from the lottery scratch-off, and then his day improved immensely. When he went to claim his winnings, he was notified that he was part of a special promotion with bonus prizes worth up to $1 million. And he was once one of the, and he was the $1 million winner. He opted for the $759,878 cash payout and says he'll take care of his family and maybe start a business. I mean, that's, that's a day. That's a deal. I won $600. I went to cash it in and um, yeah, I'm the million dollar winner as well. Good for you. In regards to playing it, you know, I'm always told that I should play the games, according to my wife, that we could possibly win. And I and I tell her, you know, I don't play games, so it's kind of hard for us to win. So it will never work out. If you really look at some of the math of this, especially when it comes to the lotto, you have a higher opportunity of being struck by lightning on the way of getting a lotto ticket than actually winning the lotto. I'm just throwing that out there. I know some people don't want to hear that stuff, but it's kind of the way that it actually works out. If you ever wish that Facebook had a suck it button, you suck. This rock block is for you. Anyway, taking a look around, officials in Montana are battling a fire at Cliff Mountain. It spread drastically over the weekend, and it was burning for more than about 400 acres on Monday. Fortunately, no private homes or individual uh, individuals face immediate risk, so that is some good news 
it's that good news, bad news scenario uh, that we have to talk about from time to time. Anyways, with that being said, let's get some John Smalls inside of here and let him tell us about what the hell is going on inside of the market beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. Equities extended the rebound Monday, taking the S&P 500 up a full percent at the height of the day. The rally, a relief rally, is driven by expectation for economic improvement that is likely misplaced, given the consensus figure for the CPI data. The analysts are expecting CPI to hold flat versus last month, but the core and year-over-year figures will be hot. Core inflation is expected to rise by 0.3%, which is the same as the prior month, and it will drive an acceleration in the year-over-year figures as well. Core consumer inflation is expected to accelerate to 6% from last month's high of 5.9% and push the Fed to act aggressively at next week's FOMC meeting. It is near given the FOMC will raise rates by another 75 basis points next week, so the most important news will be the tone of the statement and the outlook for future hikes. The FOMC is already in uncharted territory, so it's possible, however unlikely, that a fourth 75 basis point hike could be on the table. You can get the inside track at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, John Smalls, for that information right there. Always good, the info that you bring forth. Anyways, let's go go in a little bit deeper with some of the stuff that we were able to find. The Dow added about 229 points to close at 32,381 points on Monday. The S&P added about 43 points to close at 4,110. And the NASDAQ added about 154 points to close at 12,000. 266. West Texas Intermediate remained below $90 at $88.04 as Brent crude ticked up to the mid-90s, just so you know. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.71 on Monday. Bitcoin added more than $600 on Monday, trading around $22,400. I have to tell you, for some reason, it's been the sweet spot that $22,500, it seems where it kind of constantly kind of falls teeters and goes back to you when it's all set and done so there you go some stuff to think about and then yesterday there was 3,143 flights delayed within into and out of the united states on monday and about 135 cancellations well we have to be checking or what the hell are the numbers for today because i think that that's going to play a factor as we take a look at some of the things because it seems like um tuesdays are always the day to actually be able to travel well, I mean, you can travel any day, but it seems like it has less cancellations on that day is all I'm trying to get to. Anyways, with that being said, let's talk about the charts real quick on what was the top five songs according to iTunes and Spotify. So let's go through there real quick. Oh, hello. 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 Uh, so let's go through that real quick. At the number five spot, according to the charts, according to iTunes, was One Republic with I Ain't Worried. And number four was David Guerta with I'm Good. At number three was Elton John and Britney Spears with Hold Me Closer. At number two was Tom McDonald with Riot. You know, that reminds me of another song. And at the number one spot was Kane Brown and Caitlin Brown with Thank God. And that was according to iTunes. Now, if we take a look at the other side of the equation, it goes like this. At number five was David Guerta with I'm Good. At number four was Post Malone and Daya Cat at I Like You. According to Spotify, at number three was one Republic with I Ain't Worried. And number two was Harry Styles was As It Was. And at the number one spot, according to Spotify, was Super Freak, or excuse me, Super Freaky Girl. And that was 
sung by Nicki Minaj. So there you go. That's what is going on inside of there. If you want to take a listen to what is happening. So there you go. Anyways, let's get into some more news real quick. Let's talk real quick about shareholders of Twitter are in favor of selling the company to the world's richest man. Take a listen to what Rory O'Neill reports. Enough Twitter investors have already voted in favor of selling the social media company to Elon Musk, according to Reuters. The deadline for the shareholder vote on the proposed $44 billion deal is today. The Tesla and SpaceX boss has tried multiple times to back out of the agreement, claiming, among other things, that he was misled about spam accounts on the social media site. I'm Rory O'Neill. So it'll be interesting to see what exactly ends up occurring with all this stuff because it seems like it's been the talk of the town for the last little bit, or should I say the talk of the world, or should I really say the talk of the Twitterverse because that's really what um, it seems to be um, as of late. Always replicated, but never duplicated. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, take a listen to this real quick. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones is back in Connecticut courtroom today. Rory O'Neill reports. The InfoWars host is being sued for defamation by eight families of Sandy Hook Elementary School victims and an FBI agent. The judge already found Alex Jones is liable. Now a six-member jury will decide how much he'll have to pay in damages for repeatedly claiming the shooting was a hoax. The case comes after last month's trial in Texas, where a jury ordered Jones to pay nearly $50 million to the family of one of the children killed in that attack. I'm Rory O'Neill. Okay, thank you, Rory O'Neill, for that information right there as we are talking, hanging and banging and doing all that stuff. Take a listen to this real quick. The Food Bank of Iowa is reporting a record demand at the same time. It's been a, a decrease in donations of protein from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. We're also seeing fewer donations of meat product just because our retail and wholesale partners are tightening things up. Michelle Buck, CEO of the food banks in Iowa, the nonprofits, is launching a program called Meet the Need, and that is spelled M-E-A-T, just in case. Their goal is to secure pounds of ground beef per month uh, from cl- uh, for clients. She says a semi-load of ground beef could cost anywhere be- between, or up, let me rephrase that, let me say up to $130,000. That's a lot of ground beef, $130,000 worth of stuff. But then again, with the way the price has been going up and up, I can kind of get where some of these things um, are changing for sure. Anyway, take a listen to this. Uh, Greensville police have released more information about a woman who was found dead on Friday. Take a listen. Police have identified Terry Lee Strickland as the man taken into custody at the scene on Nichols Street inside of a house. Officers found 54-year-old Lisa Workman dead with trauma to her upper body. WYFF reports an initial call indicated there was a stabbing at the home. Authorities say Strickland used force, hitting her to keep Workman inside of a bedroom in the home. Strickland was there when officers arrived. He was treated for a minor injury and arrested on kidnapping charges. Other charges are pending. Strickland and Workman reportedly knew each other, but a motive is still unknown as the investigation continues. I'm Sarah Bartlett. Okay, thank you for the information there. Always terrible to hear any kind of death of the things that are going on out there. In some other news, South Carolina has seen its first West Nile virus death of the year. Take a listen to this going to get interesting. The South Carolina Department of Health and Environmental Control says the person who died was from the Midlands, but wasn't more specific. 
Health officials say 11 cases of the disease have been confirmed in the state in 2022, six of them related to an outbreak in Richland County. Medical officials say while fewer than 1% of infections are fatal, about one in five who get the disease from a mosquito bite experience such symptoms as fever, headache, joint pain, and nausea. To help prevent the disease, doctors say use repellent and eliminate standing water on your property. I'm Mark Woolsey. Okay, thank Mark Woolsey for that information right there as we're able to share what the hell you have going on um, inside of your neck of the woods. Take a listen to this. Nearly 50 guns have been stolen from CC Coins Jewelry and Loan in uh, Dearborn Heights. Police Chief and Jared Hart says that uh, the theft happened on Sunday and early mo- uh, Monday morning. The thieves are getting away with an AK-47s, AR-15s, and 9mm handguns, and Glocks. They have broken in twice so far. This is a full-court press here, like you just stated, just shy of 50 weapons that are now on the street. And God only knows whose hands they're going to end up in. A $20,000 reward is being offered for information leading to convictions. Dearborn Heights Police and the ATF are investigating the two vehicles that were driven into the stores for the robberies. Dearborn Heights Police Chief also says that the thieves hit CC Coins Jewelry and Loan twice, stealing more than 50 guns. Where are these going? These guns going to end up? There's several uh, individuals involved, as you can see in the photographs. So it's uh, very well orchestrated, and they're on scene for a very brief period of time so there you go that's coming directly out of michigan as we are having the conversation right there let's jump across real quick and let's talk about this place illinois is sending out income and property tax rebates to eligible residents take a listen to this announcement starting today six million illinois taxpayers and their families will begin receiving income and property tax rebates either in the mail or directly in their bank accounts the, re- the rebate is part of, uh, let's see, at least eight weeks to be issued in total and will be sent out automatically to Illinois residents who filed a 2021 state income tax and claimed a property tax credit. The rebates are results of the governor of Illinois' family relief plan. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in Illinois uh, with all that stuff going on right there. Sounds like some cash flow uh, over there. So does the state have enough cash to cover all that stuff? That's going to be the next portion of what we are talking about. Uh, so there you go. Anyways, 31 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Tuesday. You know, it feels like we have the club going up on a Tuesday. Now, that might be a song. What the hell am I thinking about? All kinds of stuff, um, all kinds of things, all kinds of all kinds and all kinds of stuff that comes to mind. I don't know. I'm going all over the place here. Anyways, let's get into the Mainer Mainer because it's time to do that. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. I know before I blow out this one, let me uh, let me try this real quick. Drink a little water, definitely not some vodka, just in case you think I'm doing that in the early morning hours as we are talking. And I say early morning hours because that's when this show is done, uh, early morning hours. But let's talk about this today. Because I always find it interesting that we get to hang out and talk about all kinds of things that go on in the world. And I will have to tell you, I am always fabricated by regards of how people react to certain things. So let's let let's have this conversation. Number one, if you're inside of your work title, if the word professional is inside of there, 
you know, I would imagine that you're almost held to a different tier on how people look at you because the word professional is part of what you are named. That's why I never go around and say that I'm a safety professional and definitely would never put that on a card or have that as a title. But it's interesting that I get to interact with several organizations and how people want to flip the script sometimes on some, on how they interact with stuff. And that title professional sometimes seems to have some of the biggest jerks that I've ever seen in my life. And I'm being kind of kind when I say the word jerks. If emails are sent out to you and people don't respond for 30 days plus, maybe it's more on them than it is on you. So the, maybe the title of professional should not be listed inside of your name category on the things that are going on. But I've come to the realization that sometimes we, yes, and I will say we as in plural, not we uh, as in singular or you as in pointing out. Let's say me in this particular case, just to kind of simplify some of the process. But it is interesting on sometimes on how people react on how things need to be done. Listen, I will tell you if you get to be blessed enough to be a safety professional and get to do the work that you get to do. Understand that the things that you've done, you have done them hundreds and maybe even thousands of times compared to other people. So when you're going through the process, becoming a dick and trying to explain stuff to people is probably not the best way to go about it. Probably leading and mentoring and coaching might be a totally different way of doing stuff. Sometimes I wonder if you just sit around and go, well, honey, well, this is the way that you should do it. Maybe that's not how you should talk to people, but maybe it's the way that things are done inside of your organization. And listen, I understand frustration when it comes to job, but being a dick to people when you're trying to teach them and mentor them, maybe that's not the proper titling because that's probably not what you're doing. It's probably not the best case scenario. So, As you have interacted with different people throughout organizations and done the stuff that you do, how is your interaction level? Do you ever take time to understand that sometimes some of the people that you are interacting with, they've probably never done any of the stuff that you're doing? Are you also understanding that sometimes it is difficult for people to understand things that come simply to you? Understand that people learn differently. So I would, t- I would recommend that today might be a day to sit back, hold back, and think about the process of the stuff that you do. And think about how you would interact with people. I always look at this as we are extremely blessed in regards of the work that we get to do. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's not simple. But sometimes it's one of those things that we have to sit back and go, Wow, how did I get to this position? And let's understand that I that the journey has never been perfect in regards of getting here. But understanding, too, that people are people. And sometimes when we talk about stuff, we forget that we get to interact with other human beings. And I think that sometimes, in theory, that's where the safety cop thing comes about, where if you talk to people inside of your organization... They say that they hate the safety cop scenario. So what can we do to change it? What can we do to make this world a better place? It's sometimes those simple signs of kindness, 
even when you're in a position of power, according to how you see it, maybe that's the thing of how you should approach it in regards of, let me be nice to someone and maybe they'll pay it forward. Yeah, it's not for you to get something in return. Maybe it's just to make this place a better place. Maybe that's something to think about today. Different approach might get different results. That's what I'm all about. That's what I'm looking for. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted to start live streaming and were not sure how to do it? You can start live streaming up to 40 social media platforms all at one time for as little as nada. It's going to cost you your time. That is what it's going to cost. You can pre-record. You can live stream. You can do a multitude of things. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com O-N-E. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The WorkWise Summit is an interactive two-day gathering that will bring like-hearted leaders together like never before as we discuss ways to better align HR, safety, and operations around one common goal, creating the future of work together. Day one will focus on self-performance with talks with leading experts on how to live and lead at our best. 
Day two will focus on organizational performance with discussions on what we can do together to break down silos and foster action. The work summit will take place at Coker Tire Museum in Chattanooga, Tennessee on Thursday, September the 22nd and Friday, September the 23rd. For more information, go to worksbees.com forward slash Y summits. That's W-O-R-K-Z-B-E dot com Y summit. Is your safety training old, stale, and hacked? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. It's past top of the hour. Oh, yeah, there's some yelling for you. This one's titled FIBA. Yeah, that's, that's a good, like, old-timey jam. I like it. This song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Hopefully you're enjoying the jam as much as I am. Thanks to Yellen for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. I like it. I like it a lot. Anyways, let's get back into the moves and grooves of things that we have going on right here on this lovely Tuesday. Uh, So real quick, because, you know, we can't let a moment pass. Uh, that we don't talk about it at some point. So let's do it today and let's do it right now. And let me tell you real quick about my friends at 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They are there to help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention and crisis resources for you and loved ones, and the best practices for professionals in the United States. Find out more information. All you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Or you can text the word talk to 988. Or, 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 or if you go to the website, you can actually use the chat box, go inside of there. Or you can even just call 988, which is kind of some interesting options in being able to do that. Keep in mind that they cover a plethora of information. It can be anywhere from from maternal mental health to youth mental health to veteran mental health, law survivor, ajuda en español, I mean, all kinds of stuff. If you go to the website, there is tons of information there. They are there to support you. They also have a Facebook, Twitter, uh, what else? YouTube and um, Instagram. So all the stuff where you can find them immediately if you're on the lookout. So 9888lifeline.org. Keep that number in mind. Keep that website in mind because you do matter. Let's make sure that you do remember that. 
day in and day out. Let's start talking a little bit about some things that are going on inside of the world uh, that you might like, but you might not like, or maybe even some stuff that you don't think about. So let's talk about some meal plans. Yeah, according to an old saying, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but a new study says uh, that it shouldn't be the biggest meal of the day. Some believe that uh, front-loading calories by making breakfast the large meal helps people burn more calories throughout the day. But researchers from Scotland, um, Aberdeen University, found that it doesn't matter whether we make breakfast, lunch, or dinner the biggest meal. Our body processes the calories in the same way, at the same rate. The the team did not point out, or excuse me, the team did point out, however, that in the real world, eating more food first thing in the morning could help people lose weight by making them less ravenous in lunchtime at lunchtime and dinner. So let me make sure I understand this. Tried it and nope, because that's not really how it worked for me. At least now I don't feel bad about eating that leftover half bucket of fried chicken uh, before I go to work in the morning. So what do you think about this? I mean, there's so many different concepts on uh, proper eating and diets and all that kind of fun stuff that I kind of go, it's sometimes it's a mixed bag because do you front load in the morning or do you go, uh-uh, I'm trying to do intermittent fasting and I can't eat for 16 hours from the last time that I ate. And when I first wake up 16 hours, ain't cutting it. Maybe it's time to think about eating about some sushi. I don't know. Carrying the ass out of you like gas station sushi. I don't know. It's kind of some interesting stuff. Take a listen to this real quick. Let's talk um, about some entrepreneurs. Yeah, you've heard of entrepreneurs, but let's talk about entrepreneurs. Who are the most influential modern entrepreneurs? Well, not Elon Musk, going to a survey. In a polls of American for Herb Life Nutrition, participants were giving a list of 40 entrepreneurs from the last 50 years and asked them to select who've made the biggest positive impact in society. And Microsoft founder Bill Gates came in first, followed by Amazon's Jeff Bezos and then late co-founder Steve Jobs. Elon Musk, founder of SpaceX and CEO of Tesla, came in fourth. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg came in fifth. And the rest of the top 10 were Oprah Winfrey, co-founder of Oxygen, founder of O and the and the Oprah magazine, Melinda Gates, co-founder of Bill, of Bill Gates and Melinda Gates Foundation, Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart and Sam's Club, followed by Google co-founder Larry Page and Ted Turner, founder of CNN. Actually, the most of these are their biggest positive impact of uh, of society um, have seen been seen making divorce lawyers rich. So there you go. I guess that kind of works out. And um. What about Colonel Sanders or Kylie Jenner? Um, anyone? Anyone? I mean, I'm just I'm just asking the question because some people want to know what the hell's going on. That is for sure. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so I'm going to go into this story, even though some people are going to be like, what the hell is going on? But let's do it anyways, because I think it's important. But Domino's has finally settled the argument over whether you can throw your used pizza box into a recy- into recycling. Now printed on every pizza box that they deliver in the U.S., Domino's is including specific recycling instructions for the customers 
area. Why? Literally billions of corrugated cardboard bo- uh, pizza boxes are gone unrecycled over the years because both consumers and recycling companies believe that the leftovers, grease, sauce, and cheese might um, gum up the recycling machine or weaken the quality of the recycled pa- paper material. To look into the matter, the company that makes Domino's Pizza's boxes, West Rock, commissioned a study to see if boxes made up of 20% of pizza grease by weight would harm the recycling process. No difference in machine functions of a recycling paper um, material was observed, despite the fact that it would use unrealistic greasy boxes. With that cleared up, Domino's is now printing on every customer needs to know recycle their pizza box right into the box including statements like grease does not impact recyclability and and 70% of Americans have access to pizza box recycling. Domino's recycling website includes contact info to recycling facilities to ask whether or not it's acceptable as of 27% of U.S. companies specifically mention that they accept pizza boxes. If you want to find out more information, all you have to do is go to recycling.dominoes.com. That's recycling.dominoes.com. I'm pretty sure pizzas are recyclable too. They're cardboard, aren't they? I mean, I'm just asking. Maybe it depends on the chain that you're getting it from. And leftover cheese on pizza boxes, does no one else have teeth? I mean, or is that just a me kind of question? I mean, I never know. I just asked the question for the sake of asking. Anyways, with that being said, let's bring in John Smalls once again and let him tell us about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Kyle. Seneca said, see how many are better off than you are, but consider how many are worse. I like that. I start and end each day with a prayer of thanks. I've not always done this, but since I have, I can't even imagine not doing it. Does that mean I have everything I want? No, but I've been very blessed to have everything I need and so much more. I always try to be a blessing to those around me as well. It makes each and every day one to be thankful for. If you don't already do that, you may want to consider trying it. I just list the things I'm thankful for, and it's a long list and growing all the time. I don't think that's a coincidence. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your wellness minute is brought to you by arlasamorgan.com. An interesting study was recently released with information on how lack of sleep affects our social behavior. Turns out one night of sleep deprivation reduced people's desire to help others, regardless of whether the person was a friend or a stranger. Functional MRI brain scans showed deactivations of brain regions that promote pro-social behavior. The study also analyzed over 3 million charitable donations, noting that during the spring-forward period of daylight saving time, with one hour of sleep is lost, donations dropped by 10% in states that spring forward, but not in other states. Chronic sleep deprivation can increase depressive symptoms, anxiety, and alcohol use. Sleep-deprived people tend to avoid social interaction, which can initiate a vicious cycle of loneliness and other mental health disorders. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show.
Okay, there you go. 52 minutes past the top of the hour. At the top of the hour, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come hang out and take a listen to what the hell I have going on over there. We do some music stuff and all kinds of fun stuff if you want to come out and do. If not, you can hang out right here on SafetyFM.com and take a listen to the next show that's going to be talking about what is going on inside of the world of safety. So there you go. Anyways, let's get into some other news real quick. Heavy rain and flash flooding has prompted evacuation orders for the communities near Cape Up Forest Falls, where this man lives and was hit particularly hard on Monday. Part of living in the mountain. If you want to live in paradise, you have there's always some kind of consequence. And for us, it's floods, fires, heavy snow. Wow, that does not, well, paradise sounds kind of rough. If you want to be honest, we were evacuation orders were ordered on Monday night because of the high risk of mud and debris flows from El Dorado and Apple Fireburn scars. Uh, So let's see, some roads were washed up and some homes were damaged by the mud after the rainstorm hit parts of the San Bernardino County on Monday afternoon. Several vehicles also had to be pulled from the mud and an um, an evacuation shelter is open at Redline's East Valley High School. So there you go. Some stuff to think about right there. Uh, Take a listen to this. Four people are recovering after they were shot while an illegal party on Blue Bridge over over the Grand River in Grand Rapids early Sunday morning. And police chief Eric Winstrom says that they are still investigating on what the hell happened. People uh, that are coming down for our prize should be confident that it is a safe downtown. Uh, the party broke out on Friday and Saturday nights on the bridge, which is owned by the downtown Grand Rapids in, um, Incorporated. There you go, Grand Rapids Incorporated. Uh, Windstorm says that, that the additional uh, signage at the bridge might help Grand Rapids Chambers of Commerce. President Rick Barker says that, that we are also working on the city and um, the police to make sure that everyone downtown feels safe. So hold on. I want to understand this real quick. You had a party break out on a bridge? Like, people didn't know you're not supposed to do that shit? I mean, like, there needs to be signage of, hey, please don't party on the bridge? I mean, I want to make sure I understand that. Is that what you're saying? Anyways, the Grand Rapids Police Chief says that they are working on making the city feel safer after the four people were shot and the Blue Bridge uh, over the river in Grand or over the Grand River. Wow, this is a very confusing one. Hey, we've been in contact with the Downtown Development Authority, which actually owns the bridge, because there's no signage which says, you know, when you can use the bridge. Okay, but I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out. We need to see this bridge because uh, at no point in my lifetime have I ever said, hey, this is a good idea. Let's have a party on a bridge. I mean, have you? I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to figure it out. Seems kind of a little um, scatty-atty um, if you ask me in regards to what the hell is going on there. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date because that's going to be important for what the hell we have going on real quick. So taking a look around, um, and let me see. You know, this is a big thing back in the day, but back in 2004, Oprah Winfrey gives away free cars to each member in her studio audience, a brand-new Pontiac G6 uh, worth about $28,500 a pop. Though the great uh, the great woman was lo- uh, was lauded with her uh, with what she was able to, you know, benefit others with, the stunt was actually bankrolled by Pontiac, hoping to build excitement of its new bottle of the car. Though the car makers paid the winner's state tax sales, uh, the people still had to pay about, about $6,000 in state and federal income taxes for the car. But, hey, a brand-new car for six grand that's not a bad deal. I'll take it. 
I'll take that. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays real quick. We'll jump around and talk about a few. Baron Corbin turns 38 today. Ben Savage, 42. Fiona Apple. Oh, I love Fiona Apple. 45 today. Uh, Tyler Perry turns 53. Dave Mustaine from uh, that good old band, you know, Megadeth, formerly from Metallica as well, 61. Chris Hansen turns 63 today. If you're looking for some reasons to celebrate today, I have some of those too. It's National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day, National Peanut Day, and Uncle Sam Day. Why is it Uncle Sam Day? Shouldn't it be Uncle Sam Day on that day that everybody does not like that's right around, uh, you know, sometime in, um, in April? And I shouldn't say everybody hates it. Some people feel that it's the most patriotic thing that they can do to give back to the country. And I did say some people, so don't don't massacre me in the in the chat because I said that out loud. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I just want to make sure because those things um, do occur. Anyways, with that being said, let's take a look real quick. Let me see if I can give you a random joke for today. Here you go. I used to sell furniture for a living. The problem was it was my own. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. What luxury to you is totally worth the price. Oh, so many things, so many things. Yeah, uh, if you need something for the water cooler, try this. In a survey, 20% of grandparents admitted that this is the only thing they dislike about their grandkids. What is it? Their parents. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Their names, their names. Could you imagine that? All of a sudden your grandparent says, "What I don't like about you is your parents." Wow, that's something to think about. Anyway, some whack facts real quick for you. 55% of people yawn within five minutes of seeing someone else yawn. Donald Duck comics were banned in Finland because it doesn't wear pants. The first train to reach a top speed of five miles per uh, Hold on. The first train reached a top speed of five miles per hour. Think about that. Uh, over the last 150 years, the average height of people um, in industrialized nations has increased by 10 centimeters, where other common folks would be four inches. And at at any point of uh, of time, 0.07% of the world's population is drunk. The bubbles in champagne are essentially yeast farts. Something to think about. I know. I said that out loud. I did say that out loud. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM and Radio Big. Thank you for coming out, taking a listen to what the hell we have going on. Because without you, we definitely could not do what we do around here that is for sure. I can't leave you with a deep thought for today. I would love to leave you with this. If you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. Maybe that is really the whole thing about today's main story. Practice compassion. Anyways, thank you for hanging out with me today. I really do appreciate it. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. And if you want to hang with me, feel free on doing so by coming over to RadioBig.fm for the next couple hours or so. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.